Jesus fucking Christ, I didn't mute the fucking theme song. Big Burnett just came in blasting in my ears. <laughs> That's what you have to put. You have to put the the, uh, the theme song in there now when you edit. You know that, right? I mean, I can, yeah. This is Idle Curiosities, a search-driven podcast by Liz Holland and me, Noel Midnight. Each week, we look at what we've been searching the internet for and then discuss television, cooking, which is really about television, Lisa Vanderpump, and the fine art of smoking weed in unconventional ways. Music this week by Yael Jacobs, Emma Celeste, and myself. I don't like getting to the theme song in the first minute. I think we... We need like a three minute slow roll to get to the theme song so that when it finally comes, we're like, OK, there it is. Yeah, good. This is this is good. This is what we wanted. Um, instead of just like immediately blowing our load. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to lean into the edging joke. Oh, I, I'm I'm constantly leaning into the edging joke. So I made a mistake. Go on. I downloaded the update for Audio Hijack, and uh-huh. then I hit record. So now I'm just sitting here with a little button on my on my desktop that says install and relaunch that I cannot click. Oh, no. Oh, no. So that goes in the lower right corner, and I'm going to try to ignore it. Uh, uh, I know. Well, I know. Why would you do an update right before recording? Because the, 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 the option came up. <laughs> and I always want the latest updates for, for, for bug fixes and security reasons. Oh my god. I mean, actually... This they, just, be- they just like to keep things moving smoothly. Yeah. Yeah, like Metamucil. I, I don't think I know what Metamucil... Is Metamucil a digestive aid? Yeah, it's a fiber supplement. It's a fiber supplement, right? Yeah. Uh um. <sighs> You know, for keeping you regular. Yeah, for keeping you regular. Now, all that I need to keep me regular is my 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 one tin of pumpkin Nusa yogurt that I that I eat every morning. Pumpkin, interesting. It's very good. Huh. It's very okay. autumnal. Sure, sure. I mean, you know, I love autumnal things. Um, I'm just not keen on Nusa's texture specifically when it See, comes to yogurts. The thing that I love about Nusa mm-hmm. is that it is. By weight, about fifty percent sugar. I think that's one of the other things I don't like about it because I like I'll typically like I'll buy like the vanilla yogurt or the plain yogurt. Even, sure. And then I put like you know some some granola, maybe some dried cranberries if I can find the granola with the dried cranberries in it. Um, you know something like that on it. I'm not I'm not I don't I don't like I've I never have in the first place. Like to me, a frosted flake, a bowl of frosted flakes is about as sweet as I want my breakfast to be. I, like, oh, I, don't, no. I don't like things to be too sweet. Oh, and no. most of the Nusa flavors are also too sweet. Now me. you see, the, my problem is that I have an insatiable <clears throat> sweet tooth. There is oh, nothing no, that know. can stop me. I mean, here's the thing. I do occasionally, if I'm feeling fancy, drizzle some honey over the yogurt in the morning. That's lovely. Now that's, that is lovely, yes. I do like that. Although I don't like the taste of like Greek yogurts. And I don't like no, the texture I'm... of Icelandic yogurts. The Icelandic yogurts are probably my favorite ones if I could justify buying... If they, if they made them in, like, Costco-sized tubs, I would be in for that. Um, but they Do don't they not? Because I don't think so. I've not seen them. I've never seen them. 
I've only seen the big tubs of, uh, I don't know, what's what's the term? Traditional yogurt? Sure. Yeah, you know, n- normal, normal, not 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 normal. I don't want to imply that any any yogurts are abnormal, but, um, you it's know. It's like a normal not, Dan and yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, or whatever the organic brand is, like Whole Foods store brand? Pretty good. Sure, sure. Amazon 365 or whatever the fuck. Like Whole 365, is that what it's called? Whole I think it's called 365. Whole 365, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was called that before the Amazon acquisition, too. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. you know, with 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 the um with with the closing of Target, I think we're gonna have to rely on Whole Foods <laughs> a little bit more. <sighs> I, I, I'm going to blatantly sol- steal a joke. Um, for context, listeners, um, Target announced that they're closing um two stores in Seattle and I believe three stores in Portland, and they're blaming crime reasons. Um, because they always now, blame crime reasons. Now, Liz, I know it's been a couple weeks since we recorded last. Yeah. But I do want to remind you that last time we recorded, we mm-hmm. did talk about how much the U District Target sucks ass. We did. And this this is the thing. All the targets that are being closed for, quote, crime and safety reasons, unquote, also happen to be what used to be called a city target. It's a, it's a tiny target where they only stock what they consider to be the essentials, except Target is very bad at picking what they consider to be the essentials for an urban dweller. And also, more importantly... They were very bad at actually keeping anything that they were nominally selling on the shelves in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it like nobody is sad about the U District Target closing because you couldn't buy shit there anyway. Either because it was locked up or they didn't have it. And I'm going to be honest with you. Not only could you not buy shit there, there was nothing there that you would want to steal. <laughs> Unlike that joke, which you stole from Emma. Wait, really? Yeah, Emma said that in the group chat earlier. God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we can put the theme song. <laughs> oh, I, I thought we'd reach that point earlier, but <laughs> but you backed off. Oh, but we're back. We're back. We 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 we're doing another show. We're we're excited. We're having fun. Also, I wasn't. Um, have you posted the last episode yet? I have not been paying attention to my own show. I finished editing the last episode about twenty five minutes ago. Okay, so no. I was kind of offline this weekend, so I didn't really, wasn't paying that much attention, and that was going to be my excuse. Yeah, no, I haven't posted it yet. I, I, I'll i probably post it tomorrow morning. Yeah, that's fine. No worries. Yeah. yeah. It'll get posted. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I just, you know, I was out of town. I wasn't paying attention. Didn't know if I'd missed my um, co-hostly duties of uh, retweeting the post about the show. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. Uh, I just never posted it. Fair enough. Tell me about Instant Pot Rice, because I'm interested. You got a lot. Of, you've got a lot of cooking. I'm, I'm gonna tell you now, listeners. Noelle's search terms are all, are all very cooking heavy, and I'm fascinated. So this first one is very much just a. It's an I'm feeling lucky because I just realized it's been a long time since I've actually made rice in my Instant Pot. Normally, when I'm making rice, it's part of a HelloFresh meal, and I just do it on the stove in a very small pan. But last right. night, I was making I was making rice for three. And I was just enough rice that I wanted to pull out the Instant Pot and do it the easy way. So I, I had to Google what the recipe is because for some reason I can't remember what the ratio of water to rice is. It turns out it's 1-1. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was waiting for you to get to that part because it, it, it's pretty simple. Yeah, it turns out it's 1-1 and you just cook it for five minutes and you're good. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. 
So yeah, that's and what then, we did for dinner is last that a, night. Is that a natural release or is that a quick release? Oh, you let it natural release for 10 minutes and then you go through and finish it up. I was going to say, because five minutes sounded awful fast for rice, even in the instant pots. No, no, no. You, you let it sit for 10 minutes after the five minutes. You let it really just sit there and think about wanting to be done. And right. then after 10 minutes, when the buzzer goes off, you finally give it its reward. Noel, my friend, yes, who I love dearly, yes. Um, I'm noticing a lot of subtext in this episode so far, even though we're only a few minutes in. And I, I have two questions. One, have you become a fan of a certain uh, soccer team in London? <laughs> and the second question is, are you okay? Do you need anything? Because you seem a little, uh, a little pent up. I'm, 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 I am. Okay, first off, I will have you know, I am not okay. No, I know. I'm not either. Second off. Would we be doing this show if we were okay? Second off, I'm Aston Villa till I die. Yeah. (laughs) Thirdly. Thirdly. I'm not allowed to have sex for about three more weeks. Is this for medical reasons or is this a kink thing? This is for medical reasons. Okay, okay. Because right. you'll, you'll, you'll remember I had to go down to Portland for that doctor's appointment where yep. I, did not, I didn't realize how this was going to go when I got to the doctor's appointment. I didn't know what he was going to find or what he was going to do. Uh-huh. But the, 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 the main reason I went down was because occasionally during sex, I would have, what did I say, profuse bleeding from my vaginal canal. Yeah, which is less than ideal. Which is less than ideal. So I go down there and I'm like, hey, I'm getting profuse bleeding. And he goes, that doesn't seem right. And, <laughs> and he's, he agrees. He, he's looking at his work. And he. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he finds a little bit of granulation tissue right at the right at the mouth of where the vaginal opening is. He finds a little bit uh-huh. of granulation tissue. He goes, well, I guess this could maybe be causing it, but that doesn't seem likely. And then he puts just the slightest bit of pressure on it and just blood goes everywhere. All right. So uh, <laughs> this is not a question I would normally ask about a medical appointment, but like that. Do you think he's ever had that much comedic timing in his life before now? Oh, I have no idea, but it was very funny. <laughs> okay, I figured I figured you were also that you were uh, at least detached enough to appreciate the humor there. Well, what, once the once all the blood came out, he then goes, "This is looking a lot more likely than it did 10 minutes ago." <laughs> and so, do you know what you do with granulation tissue in a in a situation like this? Uh no, I don't. You go in there with little, just little, little snips, and you just snip it out. Huh, like a light switch. And so he ended up uh, injecting me with, with Novocaine? topical, topical anesthesia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he just cuts out a chunk of tissue, mm-hmm. and then you treat it with silver nitrate. All right, makes sense. Which essentially cauterizes it. Yeah, yeah. And so we did all that. And then he goes, and for good measure, let's just not um, irritate the area for a month. Understandable. So I've been essentially told, hey, no fucking for a month, which is fine. It's not like I have Uh much of a libido right now anyway. Sure. What with all the bleeding? What with all the, well, that and with the broken brain. You can't never, never neglect the broken brain. 
Uh, no. Yeah, no. Um, that's how you get the broken brain, in fact. Yeah, it is, actually. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm maybe mildly pent up, to answer your question. Yeah, so, so, I, I, I actually, I think, aside from you being mildly pent up, I also, it's, it's one of those very much you, like, you know, you, you're, you're, you've been told not to push the red button, that's a, oh, I can't, shouldn't say that. That's actually a terrible, you, <laughs> that's a little on the nose. I'm, I'm 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 just a defiant enough that if somebody tells me don't do the thing, it's then the only thing I can focus on. Right. It's like the big button that says do not press. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think I don't think that's unique to your particular brand of um, defiant. I think that's a co- very common experience. Oh, I agree. But that that that's where I'm at. That's that's uh that's why I was googling instant pot rice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. Tell me, tell me about Vanderpump Restaurant. Does it rule? <laughs> Does it rule? Um, tell me, tell me that Vanderpump rules. Um, well, this one YouTuber thought it did. Um, I have been fascinated for probably about two or three years now, maybe longer. I have been fascinated with the concept of Las Vegas. I've never been. The only place I've been to in Nevada is in is Reno and. The desert surrounding Reno. And I just I know that I have the kind of brain where like there's a part of me that doesn't fully believe that it exists. There's a part of me that doesn't believe that Las Vegas is actually the way that it is. Las Vegas does feel like it was made up for a movie and just lives on a back lot somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah. It's and it, it's diff it's to me in my mind, it's different than like LA is the way it is and LA is like LA in movies is almost exactly like the actual LA but that's like that's because the movies are made there you know they don't, right. they don't you know they they can't they can't change they so sure have tried but they can't change the entire city to suit the whims of the movie industry yeah it's no toronto <laughs> that's right or vancouver for that matter or atlanta um, i mean if we're getting getting dirty with yeah. it yeah oh no absolutely um but like las vegas Las Vegas just feels different in my mind, and I don't think I'll ever be able to understand it or satisfy my morbid curiosity about such a pure capitalist hellscape without actually going and seeing it. Sure. So, like, I've been idly thinking about taking a trip to to Vegas sometime this winter, but also a long time ago, like, eh, three or four months ago, Emma sent me a couple of videos. Um, There's one YouTuber, Sophia Nygaard, who um, stayed at every hotel on the Las Vegas Strip and ate at every Celebrity Chef restaurant on the Las Vegas Strip for mm. a series of YouTube videos. And the main reason I was Googling Vanderpump here is because I didn't, like, I only know Lisa Vanderpump from the fact that she was on The Real Housewives of Reseda or whatever the fuck. I've never, I didn't know that the one of the reasons she's famous is that actually she was running restaurants before the reality show. Oh, was she? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, which is fascinating to me. Also, I've learned that they have cake vending machines in Las Vegas, and that and that just, I, what? <laughs> huh. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't have a response to that. No, I didn't either. I just saw, I just saw the cake vending machine, and I was like, it's just, it's a vending machine with slices of cake in it. I, this is that what I mean. That sounds delightful. This, this is what, apparently they're $10 and not that great. That sounds less delightful. It's 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 run by the 
one of the famous cake people from television. Cake boss. Cake boss, as opposed to Ace of Cakes, which I only recently learned are two different things. Hmm. Cake boss is the one that Paul F. Tompkins used to do long form impressions of. Oh, okay. I always thought it was Ace of Cakes. No, he did Cake Boss. Okay. I don't... One's from Hoboken, one's from Baltimore. They're both... They both have reality shows about cake. I don't, you know... I feel like I can be excused for not knowing the difference here. But yeah, no. Um, I didn't know that Lisa Vanderpump had restaurants before being famous, but it turns out she does. So Interesting. That's interesting. And also... The more I learn about Las Vegas, the more I want to go, even though it's the sort of thing where I would normally think that it's the, it should make me want to go less, you know? Are you going to be the type of person who goes to Vegas and then is miserable the entire time, but is so happy that you're miserable? Maybe. Because I, like I feel like you're the type of person who shows up to Vegas, uh-huh. and from minute one, you have capital C complaints. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I I don't I don't think it'll be like that. I think like I in general when I'm traveling somewhere new, I think you have to meet it where it is. I don't like mm. I, I'm going to commit to, I would like to at least try to commit to the bits at least at least to a certain degree and try and understand Vegas as it is rather than what I want it to be. Okay. You know. And like, I think that's giving a little bit too much credit to Vegas, but that's okay. Quite possibly, yes. Well, this is the thing. I don't. I, I, this is what I have to find out. Because, like, I don't. I don't. Even in general, when I'm traveling somewhere, I don't normally get complaints until like maybe the first day in, unless things are going really poorly. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I cannot imagine what Las Vegas would have to offer that would cause it to be different in that regard. I, I don't think I'd start developing complaints until until I've had a good night's sleep. You know. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think that Vegas can hold that true for you. Well, we might find out. We might find out. <laughs> we might fucking find out. The Tell problem about- is, if, if, if I was ever going to go to Vegas, I think I would go yeah. for like a music festival or something, and then I just mm-hmm. wouldn't actually see the city. So, which is um, exactly what someone I know did, actually, for... Um, what was the, the one with all the bands that um, people our age like? That, um, when we were young. Clusterfuck? Yeah. That got canceled that one weekend for like one day of that weekend. Yeah. Um, Because that was the weekend my friend went. Um, So so I know someone who tried that and ended up with complaints anyway. Fantastic. Because of, you know, entirely because of the festival being canceled for one day. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, We'll see. There are a lot of fucking hotels on the strip, though. Jesus Christ. Anyway, tell me about uh, tell me about Taskmaster season 16 cast, because I forgot who's on it. And I'd love for you to tell me. Well, season series sixteen just started. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 first episode just pulled into my plex, and I'm oh, excited because there I I don't know any of these names except for one, but it's Julian mm-hmm. Clary, Lucy Beaumont, okay. Sam Campbell, Susan Wakoma, and Sue Perkins. Sue Perkins, yes. Oh, I love Sue. I am so excited for Sue. I, I, yeah, um, I, yeah, no, Sue's so, great, I, she's, she, I feel like she has exactly the right energy for this show. O- over the past few days, we've binged through almost, yeah, o- over a series worth of Taskmaster just in the past few days. Oh, damn. Uh, we, we wrapped up the first season of 
Taskmaster Australia. All right. You mentioned that was quite good. It is maybe the best single season cast I have ever seen. Which is which is a hell of a statement. It makes New Zealand look like horse shit. That's a hell of a statement. Because I loved that first season cast in New Zealand. Uh-huh. And the the, 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 the the newest series of New Zealand, which we're currently wrapping up, has been great. Yep. It's been really fun. Mm-hmm. But Australia had something special. And I'm really excited to see uh, how, the, how they do future seasons there, because this was really great. Interesting. All right. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty taskmaster brained right now. I've <laughs> I've been watching a lot right of it. Right now? Well, I've been watching a lot of it. Emma and I have come up with three new tasks this week. Ooh. And so I'm starting to think about Thanksgiving in serious terms. I'm Oh Christ. I'm I'm starting to actually plan out which tasks are good enough to make the cut and which ones aren't. Right, right. Which is challenging, you know? It's 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 not always easy to know what's going to actually play in the moment. No, and that was one of the things I was curious about after Thanksgiving last year was to hear from you about what, um, which ones you thought were or weren't going to play that surprised you. So I'm looking forward to see what the hell you cook up this year. It's it's gonna be good. I've got at least at least three really good tasks, and I've got mm-hmm. ideas around tasks that are really fun, but I'm not quite sure how they're going to work. All right. Okay. It's also going to depend on. Who comes to Thanksgiving this year? True. Because I have one task that if we have children this year, I'm probably not going to assign. Uh-huh. Um, just because logistically, I think it would be hard for a child to do it. But I could be wrong on that. I could be completely wrong on that. I have no idea of knowing. Right. Right. No, no, wow. That's not a sentence. <laughs> I have no idea of knowing. I have no tell idea me, of knowing. Tell me. <laughs> t- please tell All me. All I know wh- is that I know nothing. Please tell me why you Googled sparkling water bong. <laughs> are, are, are you making a bong out of a soda stream? No, although that would be funny. No, I was uh, I was reading Blue Sky a couple nights ago, and somebody I, somebody somebody that I follow tweeted, skeeted, whatever the fuck, posted that were um that um that they were using a um that they were having a nice time with a bong filled with sparkling water instead of instead of normal still water, and I thought to myself. Is this a bit? Is this like a joke? I've never, I've never considered putting sparkling water in a bong, despite having used um, water pipes, shall we say, for a pretty long time in my life thus far. Um, so I did some light googling, and then I had to put my phone down and go get a computer because a lot of those results were from Reddit, and you can't fucking browse any of the plus eighteen subreddits anymore from mobile. Um, yep. Which includes r slash trees, because of course that's where everybody's posting about this. Of course. And it turned out that this is apparently a thing, and that people do seem to enjoy it. And now I'm curious. The only problem is that I don't own a bong. Nor do I. Um, nor probably will I ever. I cannot imagine what would possess me to buy one. Interesting. That does surprise me a little, because you, you seem like you would end up buying one at some point. I can see you buying one. Now, I have a friend who has a volcano. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, that's a different matter entirely. The volcano's been pretty fucking fun. Yes. Yes, they are. She's brought that to film Noel twice now. Oh, well then. Uh, which, <laughs> honestly, makes it a bit harder to watch the movies. I, uh, yeah. Really, like, I, this, is, this is detrimental to, like, 
considering film seriously, I think. That's the thing is because I want for 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 the listener, I do a thing at my apartment every Sunday called Film Noel where I basically pick two movies that everybody watches with me. I try to make sure that they are movies that have merit and are worth watching either from an academic standpoint or just from a fun standpoint or from a historical standpoint. So like I'm really keeping in mind that I am curating an experience, not just picking random movies off Netflix, Mm -hmm. which means that I'm often picking movies that are films. That is to say I am picking the type of movie that you need to pay attention to and consider. Yeah. Films as opposed to movies or flicks. Right. I've got nothing against a movie or a flick. No. But I don't program movies or flicks quite as often because I I know that most people who are just picking movies for themselves on a random day, they're going to default to movies. And yes. a lot of people want to watch films but won't watch films unless it's either in a theater or they've really carved out time for it. And so I want to be that explicit carved out time for a film. Mm-hmm. And that is much, much harder when you are um, <laughs> High when you're very case. stoned. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so occasionally I have to make a last minute, a last minute call. Uh-huh. Uh, call the play on the field. Yeah. A, 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 a quick, a quick roster change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And say, okay, instead of the prestigious indie movie, we're going to watch Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's where everyone's brains are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she, she's brought the volcano to movie day a couple times now, and it has, it's fun, but it does impact what we can screen. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing. Now, now I'm thinking, are there any films, capital Foxtrot films, that are still suitable and enjoyable to and rewarding even to watch while inebriated like that? Yes. I can name Such one as. director in particular. Go on. Wes Anderson. Oh, well, I, first of all, I didn't want to say him because that would feel too obvious coming from me. Because my first thought was Coen Brothers, honestly. I, I, I could see that. I would be concerned with the Coen Brothers putting on a movie that I don't know from them. Because oh, I feel like sometimes fair. they accidentally blindside you with, uh, with something like, what's it called? Um... A good man? Is that what it's called? A serious man. A, oh, serious, a serious man. man. I was just talking about this with Claire over the weekend. It's such a good movie. But, a, but a, yeah. occasionally they blindside you with a serious man, and you don't want to be too far gone for that. No, maybe a little gone, but not too far gone. Yeah. Now, Raising Arizona, you you can be as gone as you want for Raising Arizona. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. You can go pretty far there. Yeah. So I think it's about really curating a, a specific experience. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, speaking of, Wes Anderson has four new short films based oh, on the works of Roald Dahl coming out starting this week. Uh, Are I they all coming they out all... at once, or is it, or is it um... uh, one each day? I believe starting tonight. Oh, okay, fantastic. So they will all be ready for Sunday, and I'm going to kick off Film Noel this week with the four new short films from Wes Anderson, and I'm very excited. Yeah, no, I have been looking forward to these for a while, and I, I might even make it. The problem the problem with Film Noel is that you have it on the day when I recover from pretending to be a normal human for the rest of the week. I understand. You know, it's, 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 not, it's nothing personal. I just have to not be social for, like, one day of the week, or else I lose my fucking mind. 
Absolutely. Yeah. No, that is that is more than fair. Uh, I have found that a few people have reported burnout after film Noel. Or just like, hey, maybe maybe this is a lot. And they're right. It is a lot. <laughs> burnout after film Noel is is is. I'm, I'm trying to make a burn after reading joke, but I can't. Mm. That's a good movie, though. It's a very it, good movie. I don't think I've seen that one. Ooh. Is that Colin Firth? That feels like it's probably Colin Firth. Uh, no. No, no, no. That's Clooney. Mmm. Yep. That's Clooney and Brad Pitt, and it's 2008, so you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Who directed this? Uh, the Coen Brothers. Oh, the Coen Brothers, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course oh, it's going to be good. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah. No, you do. It's good. I will. You, I'll watch list it. Yeah, yeah. You will, you will enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. It's extremely good. Um, I haven't seen it in a few years. I really should watch it again. Uh, tell me about tell me about OE New Zealand. What? Uh, what? what what's so, going on here? It's, it's it's good that you bring this up because we uh-huh. were just talking about Taskmaster. Yes. And one of the one of the phrases that they've used on Taskmaster a few times now that I finally just Googled is uh-huh. he keeps referring to when people are on OE. Ah. Which is uh-huh. to say an overseas experience. That's what that stands for. They have a whole term for it, yeah. Huh. It's like a cultural thing, I guess. Where like it is understood that most people will have at some point in their lives an overseas experience. Fascinating. Yeah. Huh. Because I mean that they live on a tiny island. Like it's it's limited how far you can go there. Right. They live on a, t- a tiny island that is farther away from Australia than most maps actually show it as. Like if you mm-hmm. look at it on a map, it doesn't look like it's too far off from Australia. But if you look at it on a globe. It's like it's a, it's a solid six seven hour flight to Sydney from is it really? New Zealand? Yeah, it's a long flight. Coming coming from my American centric Midwestern ass experience, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be very claustrophobic in New Zealand. Interesting, because you you imagine it as being very dense because of how small it is. I assume. But also, just outside of the dents is nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's like, to me, that's kind of normal. Because, like, New England is kind of like that. New England is very dense. But as soon as you, like, there isn't, like, I kind of have the opposite thing. It freaks me out how far out of the suburbs go here before it before everything drops off into oh, sure. straight rural. Because, like, to me, that should happen a lot closer to the city. Than it does, and there should be a lot less suburb and a lot more city. Right, you're um, used to the the twenty minutes, and you're in the country. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't get that here. Thank God. No, it's strange. I'm not sure I like it. Also, like the cities on the West Coast are too far apart. San Francisco feels like it should be like a four hour drive from Seattle. San San Francisco is Seattle's Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that only makes sense in the context of the conversation we just had. I know, I, I love it. Um tell yeah. me about tell me about the New York Times crossword streak. Did you figure out what's going on with that? Did they change the rules? So <laughs> Yes, however, they still haven't told anyone what the rules are. We only have empirical observations for this. Although I will note that okay, so for context, um 
I, like I said, I was out of town this weekend. I was in San Francisco, in fact, and I didn't do the Sunday crossword on Sunday, which meant that I lost my streak. So I'm on the plane back Monday night and I decided, OK, I'll I'll knock out the Sunday crossword. I've got a two hour flight. Right. I can probably get it done by then. And I did. But I finished it and, you know, played the little, little jazzy piano sting. Do, that, do, uh, do, 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 do. That gives me such a hit of dopamine that I'm honestly kind of embarrassed and concerned about it. So it, it plays a little jazzy piano stinger, and um, and it says uh, congratu- whatever the fuck congratulation message on maintaining your streak was. And I'm sitting here like, no, I didn't. I absolutely did not con- complete the streak. I'm doing this on Monday at like 9 p.m. Pacific time. The Tuesday crossword is already out, in fact. So there's I had this... a similar experience mm-hmm. where it was Tuesday evening and I was finally catching up and doing Monday's puzzle. And when I finished it, it yeah. kept my Monday streak. And uh-huh. I'm going, wait, that doesn't seem right. Right. So I looked this morning, actually, and it had updated itself because, you know, I closed out the crossword Sunday night on the plane. I mean, Monday night on the plane. And it shows the uninterrupted string of gold squares in the in the slidey thing but i looked today when i went to do today's crossword and they had retroactively fixed it it was a blue square instead of a gold square so i no longer have my Wait, streak really yeah yeah really so now when i open this crossword thing it's congratulating me for maintaining like seven tuesdays in a row or seven wednesdays in a row but it's not congratulating me on my actual the streak, raw streak. i don't have anymore yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's because it's gone. Yeah, so the thing is, they haven't published the rules, like I said, and there's speculation, and you can only sort of divine this by either paying a lot of attention or reading Reddit posts, again, fucking Reddit, from people who have paid a lot of attention, and it seems people anecdotally have observed that they, ch- they tweaked the grace period slightly Earlier this year, sometime in like February or March, possibly, as we understand it, in order for your streak to qualify, you have to have completed the puzzle by midnight Eastern, the day after publication. So by, okay, so if I'm doing, if I'm trying to get credit for Monday, I have to complete it by midnight Tuesday. Or no, 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 like, not the day after, the day of. Okay. Like, you have until... As far as I, as far as we know, you have until Sunday midnight, and, it, and we don't actually know if it's device time or Eastern time because some people talked about how they were changing the time on their phone or computer and then doing the crossword in order to preserve their streak, but it's not confirmed, and nobody actually knows, and it's inconsistent. Okay, so we don't know, and it's very strange, and I'm. I'm not that annoyed, but I am a little annoyed that I broke my, like, whatever, however many days I've been doing this in a row since I started paying the fucking New York Times for the fucking crossword again. But nobody seems to know. I, I, I guess they, I'm guessing they intentionally don't publish the rules for the streak because otherwise it would be far too easy to game. But yeah, I am annoyed. Yeah. But also, like, yeah. you're putting a bunch of puzzle nerds up against an ambiguous rule. Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a bit of a metagame, I suppose. Yeah, sure. We'll call it that. 
All right, tell me about Tripopolis. Oh, I wish I didn't have to. Well, you put it there. So, have you heard of this Kripopolis? Uh, no, I haven't. It is the newest piece of animation domination. Oh, that's still a thing? On Fox, yes. and I didn't know well, we were still doing animation domination. Let me give you a quick rundown of the cast. You've got Richard yep. Iowade. Who was recently canceled. You've got Hannah Waddingham from Ted Lasso. Yep. You've got Matt Berry. Oh, hell yeah. And the show was created, and this is going to really grind your gears. The show was created by Dan Harmon. (sighs) Uh, Okay. Fine. What's it about? Guest voices for season one include Will Forte, Susan Sarandon, Steve Buscemi, Jane Lynch, Yvette Nicole Brown, Annie Murphy, David Cross, Jim Rash, Stephanie Beatrice, Zach Woods, David Diggs, Joel McHale, Chris Hardwick, God Tim damn Meadows, it. Rob Riggle, and Bobby Moynihan. Why? Why? Is Chris Hardwick back? Don't tell me Chris Hardwick's back. Chris Hardwick has been back for years. No, I know. I just, I forget sometimes that he has actually been back. So, this show has aired, so far, Mm -hmm. two episodes. Okay. The first episode pulled in 3.8 million viewers. Dang. The second episode pulled in 1.9 million viewers. Slightly smaller dang. And the show has already been picked up for season three. Three? Oh, uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I forgot to say this most important thing about the show. The thing that you really need to know in order to really put all of this into context and make it make sense. The one thing that you, the one thing that you need to know is that yeah. this is the first ever animated series curated entirely on the blockchain. Huh? And that NFT owners will be able to vote on specific show content and dictate exclusive on-air elements. What? Why? Also, that still didn't explain what happened to season two. It was renewed for season two before it even premiered. I don't... That That is a bold move. It is currently sitting at 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you shouldn't trust people with, with the um, lack of artistic taste to buy an NFT with um with 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 art with creative mediums yeah also what, like, what is what is what, what is it about what is crepopolis is this is it is oh it... i have no idea uh it's set in mythical ancient greece oh okay that that can't be good <laughs> i mean this is I, the cast is fantastic the cast is an incredible cast but what the fuck I'm pretty irritated. Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm irritated that it exists. Yeah, I, I'm I'm now annoyed that I know about it. I only know about it because I've been watching football. Ah, uh, and you get the ads because, yeah. 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 I watched the... Um, Saturday night, I um, had the occasion to watch the Formula One race on linear television on ESPN2 instead of just streaming it like I normally do. Mm. How do people live like this? How do people watch? I'm like, I don't, I know I'm weird and fairly moderate to serious anti-capitalists and also have some other weird hangups, but like, I don't know how people tolerate advertising. 
I hate being Can advertised I t- too. I hate being in the presence of advertising. And I don't know how anyone watches standard television. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm sorry. I have new news that I just learned about. Oh, no. Dan Harmon has another TV show. What? Why? Are you Besides- familiar with are you familiar with the webcam the webcomic Strange Planet by Nathan Pyle? Y- y- yeah, I'm, I've yeah, I've heard of it. I've seen a few of them, yeah. They're all over Instagram for ages, you know. It has been picked up for a season on Apple TV Plus. And here's what's uh-huh. really going to grind your gears. Uh-huh. Starring Demi Adijawebe. Oh no. And Danny Pudi. Oh. What? <laughs> Because Demi Adijawebe is involved with it, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to be so angry. Yeah, I also don't know how you, um, I don't, I don't... But it's, it's worth remembering that Nathan Pyle, the, the creator of the, of the webcomic and of yes. this show, yeah. is in fact a pro-life dingus. Yeah, yeah, this is, this is, um, because... He was getting really popular on um, Instagram um, with the comics, which I thought I also I enjoyed the comics. I'm not going to say I didn't. I still kind of do. But like, uh, oh, wait a minute. Sorry, I just put two things together. That's incredible. How did I not notice that until now? Anyway, sorry. What I was going to say is I distinctly remember when Twitter found out that he's a pro-life dingus and completely lost their fucking shit, as mm-hmm. Twitter tends to do. When, when when they suddenly find a main character. However, I just put together, I, I was looking at his Twitter bio because it's linked from his Wikipedia page and I wanted to see what the most recent stupid little alien comic was. Um, and I have to scroll too far to find it. He did, and I, I've always thought the art style on, and the, like the lettering style that he uses was familiar and I could never place it. Until now, I'm looking at his Twitter account and he mentions a short little comic series he used to do that got turned into a book about like New York, like like city etiquette because he lived, lives in New York city and got fucking fed up with people blocking the sidewalk and started drawing little comics about it. This is like 10, 12 years ago at this point. And I just now put together that it's the same fucking guy who does strange planet. It is. Yes. God damn it. So wow. I'm going to be irritated about that for a while. Yeah, understandable. Fucking Dan Harmon. God damn it. Tell me about the uh, the iPhone wallpaper depth effect. Why were you oh, yeah. Googling it? What did you want to learn? Um, I was trying to work out why the hell it didn't work. Oh. Yeah. So, and I, I forgot this from the last time I looked at my, my uh, like, did the settings on my iPhone. So the new iPhones came out, yada, 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 iOS 17, yada, yada, yada. Um, they aren't making a new mini this year, so I didn't buy one. But instead, as a little treat to myself, I bought a new, I bought the new fine woven wallet because my old one was falling apart, the leather one. And um, also, more importantly, I uh, erased my phone and started fresh from scratch because, you know, I've I've been running that same backup for probably five or six years at this point. And I I can do, you can do with a, uh, you can do with a clean slate every so often. Yeah. So I have significantly fewer, like, all the food ordering apps that I installed during the pandemic, gone. Wonderful. Which also means I'm not getting, because I was like, I got so annoyed with it, but not annoyed enough to fix it. I was constantly getting like the fucking ads in notifications from McDonald's and Taco Bell and Chicoba sure. and all of them. And I'm like, first of all, 
I don't even think these ads are allowed under the App Store guidelines, and I don't know how they keep getting away with it, aside from how Apple doesn't actually give a shit. But more importantly, as we've discussed at length on this show in the past, we don't actually live anywhere near a convenient McDonald's, and sending me a no. notification about a deal on McNuggets is, frankly, transphobic. So, sure, yeah. You know, it's... It, it's it's against one very specific trans person, but it is transphobic. That that one specific sure. one is me. Um, Absolutely, I'll so, allow you to have that. Thank you, thank you very much. So yeah, all those apps gone. I'll install cool. them as I need them if I need them. But also like I've like I put or, a, an order in with Jimmy John's and I just used the website and it worked fine. Like, I I'm tired of apps. Not everything needs to be an app. Just build a website that works. Now what if it could be an app clip? <sighs> If anyone is actually using them, the only time I've ever used an app clip was at one restaurant that um, used Toast, the mm. uh, the POS platform. Um, this was this was an an unrelated um, but similarly named restaurant called the Friendly Toast in Boston, and you 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 know decent trendy brunch joint. And you get the check at the end, and it's got a QR code on it, and you scan it, and it offers you an app clip, and you can use that to pay, and it worked. And I have no complaints about it, and that's the only app clip I've ever used. Can I tell you? Yes. A large part of downtown Seattle residents use app clips every single day. Really? Why? All of those fucking annoying scooters that litter the sidewalk? Oh, those fucking things! They, oh. God damn it. They're all yeah. powered by app clips. Uh-huh. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't like it, but that makes sense. I don't either. Yeah. Hey. Technology was a mistake. Technology was it a mistake. It is better than installing an app, though. Like, I tried to use one of those scooters once, and it was better than installing an app. Yeah, that's true, because you don't want to stand there like a jackass holding your phone waiting for an app to download on 5G with the entire, like, because you just know that it's not going to be a lightweight, you know, low megabyte easy to download app no it's stuff no it's gonna shit. be a gig and a half yeah 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 because it's the if you one of them one of the bike companies is uber and i assume you just download the uber app which also does eats and also cars yeah yeah what the fuck uh, just kill me anyway so working from a fresh a fresh blank phone um setting things up as i go as i need them going pretty well so far I decided to take the opportunity for the first time in about a year and change my lock screen background and desktop background, not desktop, sure. uh, home screen background. And, you know, last year uh, they introduced those cool depth effects where if there's a part of the picture it can cut out, it'll put it like in front of the clock on the lock yeah. screen and stuff like that. And it looks cool. And I thought, well, OK, I haven't touched my lock screen setup in about a year. I'll try and make that happen again. So I went in and I added the widgets that I like to have on the lock screen. And uh, then I picked a picture I'd, and uh, I'd taken this picture on my phone with the express purpose of trying to make it do a cool depth effect thing, actually. And uh, it wouldn't do it. And I'm sitting here like, well, do I need to crop it a little? Do I need to move it? Do I need to shift it? And nothing worked. And then I hit the little uh, three dots menu in the corner to bring up the mm -hmm. little options for the picture. And it was grayed out, and I completely forgot up until that moment that if you're using the bottom row of widgets on the lock screen, you don't get death effects. Wait, really? Yeah, really. That's fucking stupid. I agree. I would, I would like, I would like to be able to have like trees or a dog's ear or something poking in front of the little calendar widget, telling me what my next appointment is. I think that if a, I think it would be cute, and b, 
if you can do it with the clock, why can't you do it with anything else that appears on the screen? Right. I don't understand it. I, especially when, like, the iOS widgets are so constrained in what formats they take and what UI elements they can use. Like, there's nothing unpredictable there. Apple knows what shape they're all going to be. They're either going to be pure text or they're going to be the weird, like, the little arc things, the circles. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Nope, can't do it. Um, which is, you know, I'm not going to trade aesthetics for functionality in that particular regard, so I'm just living without it. But I was once again annoyed that you can't do that, even though, to me at least, it seems fairly simple. Yeah. Aside well, from that, I'm liking well. iOS 17. I mean, it's, it's, it's they didn't change much, and that's good, and they fixed a couple things that were bothering me. Um, so far, the um, so far the autocorrect is a little bit better. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's it's I have noticed myself having to correct correct things less. Um I, I haven't actually, used Apple's keyboard in years. Right, yeah, which is fascinating to me. You're 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 a big swipey girl, right? Yeah, I use Gboard. Right, yeah. 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 Anyway. Alright, you've got you've got three here that I feel like are related. Well, let's find out how true that is. Um I'm just gonna read them off. They're 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 all they're all separate and none of them are marked as feeling lucky. And uh I think it's because you've been watching The Bear. And those three items are Hands Kitchen Meaning, French Brigade, and Bon Appetit Apron. So yes, two of these are because I've been watching The Bear. Is the other one because you're binging Claire Savitz again? No. We'll, we'll get to the third one. Okay. So, Hands Kitchen Meaning. Uh, I noticed that they were shouting Hands in the kitchen on The Bear. Mm-hmm. The Bear is a, is a prestige drama TV show about life in the kitchen of a Chicago restaurant. I it, it, it's one of those high anxiety shows that you feel miserable while you're watching, but then afterwards you go, that was pretty impressive. That's why um, I need to watch it. So they're, they're constantly shouting out hands in the kitchen. I wanted to know what that means. And apparently that's just what you say when food is ready to take to the table. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's it, to me, it's, it's one, it's not one of the intuitive ones. Like shouting behind as you're moving through a kitchen makes perfect sense. Corner? I get corner. Corner. That's It does what it says on the tin. Yeah. The other thing I googled was French Brigade, because uh, they mentioned that they were going to be restructuring the restaurant in the show to use a brigade. Uh-huh. And that that was a term that got thrown around a lot, and I didn't realize... I didn't know what that term meant. This but one then, I do know. Then, once I got to the Wikipedia page, I was just like, oh, this is just how I know that kitchens are run. I just yes. didn't know it had a name. Right, this is the thing. Most things, most things about how restaurants are run, certainly everything about like fine dining in Western cuisine, but also just how restaurants are run in general, even if it's not necessarily high cuisine. Yeah, the French invented it. You can just, yeah. it's pretty easy to say when, if, if, if things are done a certain way in a kitchen, the way it is structured in a restaurant, it's usually because of the French. So, uh, Claire calling for, me. I don't know. So for for those who don't know what a French brigade is, it's basically the 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 classification of different roles in the back of a kitchen. You know, starting with your your executive chef, moving to your sous chef, your whatever. Like it's it's that setup. Yeah. Uh, the Wikipedia page on it is actually a really cool, fun, short read. I recommend it. It is. It's one of my favorites. Um... It's weird to say it's one of my favorite Wikipedia articles, but it is. I end up there a lot because I end up on weird Wikipedia binges about, like, foods and dishes a lot. And sure. I very often find myself back at the at the Brigade de Cuisine. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm a sucker for that shit. I I like restaurants. We we've we've talked about this a lot, but yeah, it's it's this a, is established. Yeah. Yes, but it is a very good and very accessible write up as well. Like you don't have to know anything about high cuisine. I don't think to read this page and be like, oh yeah, okay, that all makes sense. Yeah, that that works. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's why I was googling French Brigade, and then lastly was Bon Appetit apron. Uh, this is because twice in recent history, while I've been cooking on the stove, I've been wearing a crap top and I have splashed grease on myself and given myself <laughs> grease burns. You gotta, I mean, I, 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 you gotta, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put something on. Yeah, 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 get full coverage up the front. So now I have, uh, now I have an apron, which mm-hmm. I wear when I'm cooking. Uh-huh. Ariel got it for me as an early birthday present. Oh. And so yeah, now now I'm at least slightly less likely to give myself grease burns. Which we which 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 we love. It's ideal, yeah. Yeah. So I assume you got the one that everyone in the Bon Appetit test kitchen wears. Yeah, yeah. The 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 Hadley and Bennett uh essential apron. Oh yeah, that's the one. It's got the the I've only ever like I know the ampersand logo on yep. the on the little pocket on the front, and that's that's all I knew. That's them, that's the one. Yep. So I, I got that. Uh, in rose. This is $85 for an apron? 72 if you buy the right color. Fair. We all know I'm going to end up with... Oh, they have... Oh, that's cute. They have like a... They have a collab with the National Park Service. They also have one with NASA. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and the Grateful Dead. Look at that. I didn't get to the NASA one yet. <gasps> oh, the NASA one is... I kind of dig the NASA one a lot. Oh, the Oscar Actually. the Grouch one is very good. Oh, that is cute. That's really... Oh! <gasps> Oh, it's in. He's in the pocket. <laughs> oh, and they have Star Wars ones, of course. Because you, if once once we had the Le Creuset Star Wars collab, that was just you know, stick a fork. Yeah, in yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Now I have a I have a fancy new apron. Do you like it? I do actually. Uh, mm. it's got a perfect foam pocket. Oh, okay. So that that pocket right on the chest there, mm. my phone fits in exactly perfectly. See, I, I would have assumed that was for, like, a fork and an instant read thermometer. No, that's what it's for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. That's what it's mm-hmm. for. But it fits my phone perfectly. Right. Understand. No, yeah, understandable. Um, I, I do need an apron is the annoying thing. Yeah. I cook Sorry, just you. enough. I cook right. just enough that it finally has made sense. Right. I mean, this is the thing is, I... um. Uh, I don't normally wear that many clothes around the house. It's my fucking house. Fuck you. Sure. But as we've discussed with the crop top, um, yeah, no, you, uh, I am annoyed by going back and like putting on a big sweatshirt to cook something. And And you have to pick a sweatshirt based on the thought of, "Eh, am I okay? I might get like spam splatter on this. Yeah. I might get some, some beef juice on this. Right. Yeah. So you have to pick a beef juice friendly sweater. Right, and I like my sweaters. And we we each only have about three or four of those. <laughs> At maximum, yes. I think I only maybe have like two. Just just running into my friends in the hallway. Ah, you're wearing the beef juice. <laughs> oh, what you cooking? Hamburger helper? Oh boy. Okay, I think <laughs> I think I think this podcast has gone off the rails. I think I think I think, I think is... if you ended right when I said hamburger helper, I think that's the best place to end it. Or at I least think you might be right. Or at least um, before you miss somewhere before you acknowledge that it went off the rails. Yeah, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs>